Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 13 of Applied Faith. My name is Olajide Olubade. Applied Faith is a weekly podcast where we explore the practical implications of our faith as Christians on our everyday experiences as human beings. In other words, this is where the rubber of our believing meets the road of everyday living. I'd like to welcome you back from Easter, the Easter break. I trust you had a wonderful time as I did. It's a great time to go on a spiritual retreat where we relieve the experience of Christ's sufferings, his death, his resurrection and ascension. I trust you have really been blessed in this season, reconsidering all that God has made available for us through the finished work of Christ. So welcome back to Applied Faith. In this episode, we'll be talking about devotion, the pathway to spiritual growth. Devotion, the pathway to spiritual growth. In fact, I make bold to say that devotion is the pathway to every kind of growth you want in your life, not just spiritual. So we'll be considering this. But firstly, what does devotion mean? Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines devotion as the use of time, money, energy, etc. for a particular purpose. It also defines it as prayer, worship or other religious activities that are done in private rather than in a religious service. It also defines devotion as a religious exercise or practice other than the regular corporate worship of a congregation. I'm sure you are beginning to see some emphasis and we are going to expatiate on them. Did you know that one of the reasons why we have a lot of baby Christians today or people with stunted growth in their spiritual life is because a lot of Christians depend solely on their church attendance or on their participation in church, in church service or in church meetings, activities for their edification. That is basically the major part of their spiritual life. If at all there is any, they limit their spiritual experience to only when they go to church. So any time outside of church service, they seldom have time for their spirituality. The only time they really read their Bible or study or pray is when they are in church. That's even if they do it at all. So it is no surprise that they cannot go beyond the practice of these things. They cannot grow beyond their practice of these things. If it is only limited to when they go to church, and I'm sure a lot of people don't even go to church for most of the week until Sundays. So if you are only a Sunday, Sunday Christian, and your Christianity or your spirituality is limited to only the things you hear and do in church, then why would it be a surprise? if you are not achieving the same thing, the same level of growth that people who devote themselves to these things in their private life achieve. So what is the point I am trying to make? The point I am trying to make is that your spiritual life, your spiritual growth depends a lot on the things you do in private rather than what you do in church. It depends on your devotion as we have learned that it is what we do in private. Even Jesus admonished this when he was teaching about prayer. And we saw him exemplified a lot of times when he went to be alone to pray. So it is important that we cultivate a life 
a private life of devotion to spiritual things. Herein lies the growth we are seeking. It's not just about the experience that we have in church when we go to church. Most times, it's not usually about the move of the Spirit in quotes when you go to church. It's about the things, the habit, the practice you do in private. The study of the Word, the giving of yourself to the Word, the prayer sessions you have privately, the giving of yourself to fasting to seek the face of God. These are the things that help you grow and leaving them out when you come out to, to relate with people. We will see some things in 1 Timothy chapter 4 when Paul was exhorting Timothy and helping him to grow in his spiritual journey even as a minister of the gospel of Christ. So we are going to be reading from 1 Timothy chapter 4. I'm going to be reading from different versions of the Bible in order to bring home the point. So we start with the KJV. I read from verse 11. It says, These things command and teach. Let no man despise thy youth. But be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take it unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. So let's let's read the message translation. So we are going to start from verse 11. But prior to this, Paul had been admonishing Timothy on spiritual exercise. He had said in KJV that exercise thyself rather unto godliness, bodily exercise profitably too, but godliness is profitable unto all things. And in the message translation it says Exercise daily in God. No spiritual flabbiness, please. A disciplined life in God makes you fit. That is the point. A disciplined life in God. And now it goes further to say how to cultivate this discipline. It says, get the word out. Teach all these things. And don't let anyone put you down because you are young. Teach believers with your life. By word by demeanor, by love, by faith, by integrity. Stay at your post, reading scripture, giving counsel, teaching, and that special gift of ministry you were given when the leaders laid hands on you and prayed. Keep that dusted off and in use. Cultivate these things. Immerse yourself in them. The people we all see you mature right before their eyes. Keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. Can you see the point I am making? It is when we give ourselves only to these things, when we teach them with our life. It's not just about the experience in church. It's about inculcating it in our private life and then it comes out when we come to relate with people. That's how we attain growth. It is a spiritual discipline. It is when we cultivate these things and immerse. That's the idea of devotion. When we immerse ourselves in them. That's how our profiting we appear to all. That is the good thing. You don't do it in vain. People will see you mature right before their 
eyes like they said about jesus they will be like oh is this not uh, the son of joseph the carpenter don't we know his siblings where did they learn letters where did they know all of these things we are not aware that he went to any school any training school any bible training school to learn all these things they will be surprised but they see the result that is the thing because you have given yourself privately to all of these things which was what jesus did and they said of the disciples too, they said they had been with Jesus when they saw their boldness and how they thought the word. They knew that they were fishermen, they were people who were not learned. But how did they know all these things? Because they had given themselves to it. This is what we are talking about. When you give yourself only, your profiting will appear to all. Church is good. They come in together of believers. And that is the word of believers. People who have first groomed themselves in private in their relationship with god as they are led by the spirit is when they come together they become the church you come to get edified but think of it if the people you are coming to get edified through them if they had not worked on themselves and given themselves to god in their private life would you be edified no so it builds every christian to make devotion a cardinal point of their christian life let us read from the Amplified Version. It says, I'll read some verses. It says, Do not neglect the spiritual gifts within you, that special endowment which was intentionally bestowed on you by the Holy Spirit through prophetic utterance when the elders laid their hands on you at your ordination. Practice and work hard on these things. Be absorbed in them, completely occupied in your ministry so that your progress will be evident to all. Pay close attention to yourself, concentrate on your personal development and to your teaching, persevere in these things, owe to them, for as you do this you will ensure salvation both for yourself and for those who hear you. Again the emphasis on the personal application of the things that we get from God. Some people, they have had prophecies given over them, they have had hands laid on them, but yet they are not manifesting because they are not putting in the work to give themselves to these things in private they just think oh it will start manifesting naturally automatically no you need to give yourself a workman people who are diligent are those who god rewards he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him we need to give ourselves to the word we need to give ourselves to spiritual disciplines in private Cultivate a personal life aside from church. This is what helps you grow. This is a path of spiritual growth. The Passion Translation says, Until I come, be diligent in devouring the word of God. Be faithful in prayer and in teaching the believers. Don't minimize the powerful gift that operates in your life. For it was imparted to you by the laying on of hands of the elders and was activated through prophecy they spoke over you. So we need to use, we need to use the things that have been deposited in us. It is only when we use them, this is a topic for another day, it is only when we use them that we develop them. It says, make all of this your constant meditation and make it real with your life so everyone can see that you are moving forward practice the things that you say practice the things that you hear don't just be like a hearer deceiving yourself and just catching rema up and down how are you applying them in your private life that is what determines your spiritual growth give careful attention to your spiritual life 
and every cherished truth that you teach. For living what you preach will then release even more abundant life inside you and to all those who listen to you. I must tell you, even in my own life since I started Applied Faith, it has been a great experience for me because it helps me to even apply on a personal basis, on a daily basis, the things I speak, the things I teach. So it is where we make an avenue to exemplify the things that we are learning in our daily life, in our private life. This is the path to spiritual growth. You can receive a blessing from church service, you can get edified, but you need to put it to work only when you give yourself to meditate and set yourself apart for God in your private life. This is when your profiting will appear to all. So I challenge you as you go into this week, make time to apply the things you are learning from God. Cultivate a personal spiritual life. Cultivate a time with God. Invest in your spiritual development privately. Make time for prayer. Make time for studying the word of God. Make time for spiritual disciplines in your life. Make time to deliberately apply the things you go to church to receive and learn. This is how your profiting will appear to others. So I trust you have been greatly blessed. Thank you very much for listening and joining in on Applied Faith again as we resume from Easter break. Please keep on listening and remember you can drop me your comments on my WhatsApp number plus 2348100791939 plus 2348100791939. Thank you very much once again. I pray you have a blessed week ahead. God bless you. Keep applying your faith. <music>